Hey, you're listening to Journey to Truth podcast. This is our third pop-up podcast. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's just something off, off schedule from our normal Thursday releases. Uh, and before I introduce these girls, Hope and Aurora, it's, I just want to let you guys know how I found them. And it was just like literally two days ago, I woke up, I was laying in bed, and I saw their video playing in one of the groups I follow on Facebook. And you know how you click on something and have no intention of watching it? I got stuck watching this thing for like an, over an hour. And then you watch it for three hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, damn, these girls are getting it. And I messaged them in the live feed, in the live chat, and they responded. And here we are two days later doing this. So uh, welcome to the show, guys. I'll read a quick little bio for the people who don't know. So Hope and Aurora are part of the First Contact ground crew team of Love Has One. They are part of the mission to serve Mother and Father God in the physical who are leading this planetary ascension. Together, they both love to trigger truth and are committed to help guide humanity home into the light and lead the transition into new earth. So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And if And if you've listened to them, uh, it's awesome. They're they're really coming forward with some great intel. I mean, I don't even know if you call it intel. Just just solid information. It's just uh, it resonated so deeply. I was like, wow, I have to get these girls on the podcast. So thanks for uh, joining us. Thank you for thank having you for having us. us. We appreciate it. <clears throat> and yeah, our goal is always that you know the real people resonate. The ones that are real and the ones that are really looking for truth and they're not looking for marshmallow fluff, they'll, they'll get it, yeah. they'll resonate. And then, and you know, we love that because we do trigger a lot of people if anyone's ever watched us, but it's for the better. You know, if you're triggered, then awesome. We know that we're going in the right direction because then you're going to transform something, you know? Well, yeah. And what's interesting yeah. about what you guys are doing. So you're you're actually responding to those comments live. Uh oh. Yes. We just, oh. we just lost. We, just <laughs> we lost literally got a freaking phone call. We literally <laughs> we, put it on. We literally get a phone. We don't get phone calls often, and literally right in the middle. We get a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We literally just talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> do what you gotta do. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna edit oh it. my god! You know what? Interview is canceled. Yeah. All right, it's done. Sorry. So interview yeah. canceled. Right, canceled. Yeah. Wrap up. You guys ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no, but so yeah, I, I like how you guys respond live to the to yes. the comments, and you just let them have it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I feel it's the best way because they're not probably expecting us to respond on real time, and that triggers them even more because we'll call them out. <laughs> Well, and all they can do is type behind the keyboard. They can't say anything to us face to face and they have to listen. And I always, um, you know, mother has always shared with us that she will allow trolls or, you know, haters, whatever you want to call them on the stream or energetically draw them to it. Even though you'll see people on streams that you guys do or podcasts, you know, they'll be attracted to it. And you'll be like, how are these people even watching what we're saying? They're not even in resonance with the information, Yeah. but it's a great example for anybody's audience to see the dysfunction, to see the ignorance firsthand, whether they're coming to you guys you can see them on our live stream, the lack of openness, the lack of willingness to grow and evolve. And it's a great example for any 
group's audience to see firsthand like this is what we talk about this is what it this is the problem right here is the ignorance and the people that don't want to expand their consciousness they want to stay stuck yeah and yeah and that may exactly. be subconsciously also though they some mm -hmm. people don't even realize they are stuck or you know and that's why yeah and they only make those comments because they're threatened you know yes hurt people hurt people so it's yes. like you know it just it's just cry for help exactly cry for help. and and a lot of those people honestly when they comment on videos and stuff don't ever expect a reply you know no so it's yeah. kind of it's interesting and i don't want to go on talking about other people because we've all been there and right we've we've all been at that level uh i mean years ago i would have been that person you know trolling. right so we're just trying to help that's all everyone that's doing this work this higher consciousness work is just trying to help somebody somewhere wake up ask the questions feel what's actually going on and anything anybody talks about of higher consciousness you have to be in the heart yeah. And that's what we're teaching everybody. You got to get out of the mind and you have to get into heart to heart space to feel anything that is of resonance of higher consciousness to ask those tough questions to do research. You can't be of a low IQ. You cannot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. yeah. And well, those are the people that get triggered and they act in fear and emotion. Yes. And that are probably the ones out there in the street protesting. I think if you're yeah. at a, if you're at a certain level, you you realize. I think you guys were talking about this this morning uh, that you don't have to be out there, boots on the ground, uh, in this movement because we everything we have all the tools to do whatever we need just from right where we are. Correct. Right, and yeah. the issue with getting boots on the ground is that you easily get caught up in collective unconsciousness, and you know we're not saying don't stand up for the truth, and obviously you know we're all about that, but getting into these kind of physical demonstrations, you're bound to go deep into collective unconsciousness. Um, and the whole point is that we can <clears throat> battle, we're in spiritual warfare and we can battle all of this through energetics. You know, we're not in those times anymore where we have to physically battle. And if everyone could just get themselves to that place where they could channel the anger into passion, that's where we can really make the change because that's the shift from a lower to the higher. I mean, anger is the lower emotion. You channel it to passion. You got a much better shot at, at making a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like that. And that's what a lot of people are doing right now. Like you guys, everybody who the people are, who are passionate are doing this. They're, yes. they're putting out content. Uh, it becomes your life and there is no other, you know, there is no other way of living after that. Um, as much as sometimes you might be tempted to go back to the old ways or whatever it might, whatever might be haunting you, you'll always end up back once you, because once you realize what's happening, uh, no matter what type, go ahead. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of the difference too, between the energy, between like what you see happening with, um, the violent riots and the violence right now and the peaceful, <laughs> the peaceful protests. That's like, yeah. It's like a, it's like two different levels of consciousness. Like you're talking yes. about, there's one that's like reactivity. Like I'm mad, so I'm gonna start destroying. Yeah, so I'm gonna steal from the Gucci <laughs> store. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and like just, just going crazy. And then there, and you're just 100% in that reactive mode. Not, not, um, you're not thinking at all. Really, you're just completely no, right. reacting. And then there's the peaceful protest. It's like I see what's happening. 
I disagree with it. I don't support it. And I'm going to um, put my energy into making a stand and making a statement peacefully. Yeah. And that's like conscious. That's the conscious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got to be the change that exactly. you wish to see. And I know everybody's heard that phrase before, but it's the truth. And that's where everybody falls short is that they're not willing to be the only one doing the hard choice, making the higher choice they end up going in line with everybody else. And it is a hard path because you're going to walk it alone for the most part, mm -hmm. you know, but now everybody who is making those higher consciousness choices are gathering together. So you don't have to do it alone, but you got to be willing to be different. You got to be willing to be judged. You got to be willing to get ridiculed, you know, and that they got to get that tough skin because that's what it's going to take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And going back to those protests, I was telling him yesterday, I don't know, whenever we were talking, uh, I, I find it interesting. They only happen in the big cities, right? Yes. And, and, and that's just because that, that goes to show you the type of vibration that is existing in those cities. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a chaotic energy that really has no place here on earth. And right. The, and the people that live there, therefore, uh, are living, are they're, they're reacting in dense, a, a chaotic you know, way. Yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're picking up frequencies. They're picking up the 5G frequencies. If you're in unconsciousness or even still in the mind and haven't done the soul work yet, disconnected from nature in concrete cities and concrete jungles, whatever you want to call them, surrounded by millions of people that are also of low vibration, you're going to follow herd mentality. You're yeah. not going to know better. And that's why they are the worst places to be in in these moments. And people have put out the message for years during this process, since 2012, get out of the cities. Get out of the cities, go somewhere else. It's not, it may not be you directly, but it's your environment. And that environment will feed your consciousness as well. You'll be easily pulled back down into lower thinking, going back to 3D ways of life. You know, that battle that people take coming into the spirituality or asking those questions, they get easily pulled down by being in that density. So it was only a matter of time that this was to break out in cities because they're the ones that are most susceptible. They're following the crowd. They do what they have been told in the 3D illusion, and they just keep going with what they're told, the same narrative, and they create the problems that we now see, and they're feeding that programming, and they don't even know it. Yeah, and if exactly. there's and if there's ever a time to get out of out of the city and learn how to live a self-sustainable lifestyle and take care of yourself, not relying on the system and the grid, uh, now's the time. I mean, yes, uh, yeah. And it, I mean, we're guilty of it. We're not in the city, but you know, we still have things we rely on. And this whole quarantine actually brought a lot of that to our attention. Like, okay, yeah, this goes for down us too. Yeah. you know, and for you know. One, obviously, we a lot of us came from cities. I mean, I came from Miami, so I lived and breathed big city. And it wasn't until you know I came to Mission that I learned how to live a completely different way. And you know, we were trained directly by Mom, where she had the same journey. She left big city Dallas, and she lived a high life. And then she gave it all up, went on physical mission. She learned how to live. She lived in a forest for three years with no money, no nothing. And she learned everything, how to fix everything, how to grow her own food, how to be that resourceful. And so 
she now trained us in that quarantine. What was a big, you know, thing. Cause it was like, Amazon ain't delivered anymore. You know, everything's taken weeks. And we started really focusing on like, how can we go back to the, not the old ways. Cause they're kind of the new ways, you know, mm-hmm. how to grow your own stuff, how to recycle your things into new creative projects, you know, just how to start using what you have and stop being so addicted to, to consuming. Yeah. 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 And and one, and definitely. So the thing is, is if, if you take somebody from the city and drop them in the woods, you know, how, you know, how long would they survive? And not saying everybody in the city is dumb, but you know what I mean? Somebody doesn't have have experience. uh, They can probably, probably they're, they'll be surrounded by a lot of stuff they could, that would nourish them, but they're not educated enough to know what's what and what they can eat and what they can't. And I'm not, to be honest, you know, I wouldn't know. And that's the thing. We need to get to that point where we can be somewhere and know what we can eat, what we can't, what's poison, what's not, mm-hmm. uh, and, and just know how to harvest because yeah. Mother Earth provides everything we need already. Exactly. And part of the, the new way is going to be a lot of bartering and trading also. And, <laughs> you know, we're lucky that we live in a very spiritual community in Colorado so they've always had that system already naturally in place where it's very much barter and trade everywhere you go. I mean, there's very few things people buy. And that's also been a great evolution because that's what we're going to move back into. There isn't going to be a money system. There isn't going to be this consumerism addiction. It's going to be skills and trade. And that's where you know we can see too with education. They pushed everyone into higher education, which is absolutely provide you with no skills whatsoever. And they stripped us of actually having real trade skills to do things. And we're going to have to return to that. So people are going to have to start getting uncomfortable and doing those things themselves. Yeah. I'm I'm in construction and the young kids we have uh, coming out of school now, it's sad because they, they're, they're not hands-on anymore. They're not going to help (laughs) their dad do this. They're not, they're not, they took shop classes out of high school for a while and yeah. they, they don't know how to swing a hammer. They don't know how to read a tape measure. It's just basic stuff, but it's, uh, it's sad because it's not their yeah. fault. It's not their fault. It's just the way, it, you know, it's all manipulated narrative and it's all what they, the, the cabal wants, but. Yeah, it's the system's engineered and it's, when you look at even just go back in history and you can see it's like. Uh, they used to teach more things that were like beneficial. Yeah. Beneficial yeah. and allowed you to be more independent and like uh, self-sovereign is really a good way to yeah. put it. Um, and take care of yourself. Whereas like now it's like they, they want you completely dependent on the system so they can, they can control you completely. So, and that's the whole, it goes, you know, with the vaccine and 5g and everything else. It's like, that's just like a, that's just the next level of it really but it's it's the way it's been going all these years it's like they they ultimately want to have a world of slaves that they can just yeah. have do their work dirty work and um be completely controllable so they can they can just be like do this or else we're gonna take you know oh your money is completely tied to the system and we can just turn it off on a switch if you don't yep. do what we like and do what we say Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. oh, your your health gone like that. Yeah, they don't Everything even care. No. 
because yeah. you're completely dependent on the system. So you gotta you gotta like unplug yourself. And we call it the matrix, you know, unplug yeah. yourself from the matrix because you don't want to be a slave. I mean, it's just that simple. So no, you gotta get out of it, and it's everybody's choice to move forward in this evolutionary process, ascension process, whatever you want to call it, it's happening. Whether somebody knows it or not, whether you believe it's happening or not, I always say this pretty much every day on our live stream, the planet doesn't care about your belief system. The planet is naturally going up in vibration, moving back into 5D consciousness, and it's up to each individual to be a part of the journey and be a part of the shift or you will not be on this planet and continue any longer. And people really don't want to hear it, but that is the dire situation we are in. This is the last lifetime that we are going to incarnate. We are in the last phase of this cycle. We'll be, we will become eternal with the, the galactics and all of the star races. They are eternal. We're moving into that. But this is the yeah. first time it's merging with the physical. So what does that mean? What is the physical ascension? The galactics don't know. We know we're a part of it. The galactics don't know what the physical ascension is like because they're waiting for us to complete it. So they can come down in physical vessels. They've always been in light bodies. So what it looks like to them and what we experience is two different things. And what people don't realize is everything we just talked about, life skills, unplugging from the matrix, getting you know those skills online that they've taken away from us through the education and the dumbing down of society. That is a part of the ascension. That's why they took it away is because those are the things that physically matter during this ascension is coming online, getting your creative abilities back, which is those skills and abilities like welding, Mm -hmm. being a contractor, construction working, those building, creating, that is the new earth that is building Mm -hmm. the new earth. And we are the co-creators of it. That's why they wanted to take that away, put you in an office building, put you in finances, and keep you in a box because that's not where we're heading towards. They wanted you in the total opposite direction of what we are heading into. Yeah, and you can't yeah. you can't build a community if you're not skilled in some type of a trade. Uh, right, right, right. How yeah. are you gonna be useful? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you get you're gonna have some you know fact checker or accountant come in, and when you're trying to you know build a small <laughs> right sustainable community, yeah, you know. And we- it's funny because we made jokes and one time we triggered the fuck out of everybody on a stream and we were like, you know, when you show up for New Earth, what are you going to share that your skills are? If your skills are that you know how to take a good selfie and sell protein powder on Instagram, you ain't going to make it. You know, you got <laughs> yeah, to get something it. else. And, yeah. and it's crazy how few skills people have and also how unworthy they are because they truly mm. do believe that they are Can't. not special. They have no gifts. And it's it's sad. so sad because that's not true. I mean, I saw this video. It's maybe a little controversial, but I don't know. I saw this video <laughs> the other day on Instagram and it was this girl. I don't know. There's this whole thing on Instagram now with this thing called, what the fuck's it called? It's like uh, fans only or something. And it's like where you basically can subscribe to people's Instagrams and pay them. And it's just basically like explicit, explicit photos. photos. It's, you know, for people that are bored. Oh, yeah. And this girl was, oh my God, she uploaded a video just hysterically crying because, because of the quarantine, she lost all her followers or whatever, and nobody can pay her. And so she can't pay her rent. She was literally like, I have no other skills. 
And I yeah. was like, how sad is that? Because that's so not true. Right. But that's where people are at, that they truly don't feel they're special or worthy or important. And everyone on this planet is so vitally important to this process. And I wish more people understood that. Or tried. Or tried. Yeah. Pushed yeah. themselves. Yeah, well, that's, that's another big, big part of the, the system and the programming is that um, they don't want you feeling empowered. They don't want you feeling good about yourself, worthy. Um, they don't want, they don't want you, f they don't want people, they want to keep you down in vibration and, and feeling like you're not good enough unless, and that's why they can sell you things and they can, yes. yeah. you tied to the, because you can only, here's the thing, like the system relies on you feeling like you need the system, right? And you can only feel like you need the system if you feel incomplete without whatever it has for you. And like you completely need those things to be a whole person, right? right? Well, so yeah. as soon as you become a whole person, you realize your, your self-worth <laughs> yeah. and it's game over because you don't, and you, and then you can like, be like, I can learn these skills that we're talking about and I can become self-sustaining and sovereign. And you know, the, the, irony, the irony here is, you know, the biggest part of the awakening is, is getting rid of your ego. Uh, yeah. But the thing yeah. is, there, so the well, other... Well, it's not getting rid of your not ego. Not getting rid of it. It's uh, integrating it. Into, thank you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Integrating. <laughs> so, it is the full dissolvement of the ego. Uh, saying integration of it is actually the ego trying to make it through the ascension. We have uh, to actually lose it completely. That is uh, actually just okay. the session with a woman who spent $8,000 oh for a woman to tell her to integrate her ego and she didn't resonate. She actually had to leave the conference in Vegas because she felt so sick listening to this woman talk and she spent $8,000 for her to be her mentor. Oh and God. when she heard Thanks. us talk, she was shocked at what we said because someone actually brought it up yesterday when you found us about the integration of the ego. And I've read books. I fell for she it. She fell for it. I fell right. for it. I, I am a full, you know, I yeah. fell for the trap too. And when I found love has won, I realized that it was a, tra it was a trap because it makes you feel like you need the low frequency of the ego, but we do not. The ego is the disease on the planet. Yeah. So. I feel, well, I feel like, so to me, what I mean more is like, cause there's people that, and I see this in the spiritual community where people feel like they can't be a person right like they can't have a personality and they're completely 100 like ungrounded and they're just floating like yes and like don't even call me by name you know like like it's like yeah that's that's, yeah, that's like, the other part of it the far that not what we that's the opposite of what we need to be yeah it's like we need to be but but i get what you're saying no 100 it's self-sovereignty it's, self it's 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 the ego of um I'm a separate, like, it's your higher guess, self. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. your higher self is your unique essence personality have of source. Cause we're all unique and we're different and we're individuals. We're not all the same cause it would be boring. And, yeah. but you know, that part of the spirituality is the thing they missed is that they forgot that this was a physical ascension. And so they want to transcend physicality by like, Oh, you're not your body and you're not your this. And, 
that's true, but you're forgetting that we are actually bringing the etheric into the physical. So yeah. we're not trying to leave physicality. We're trying to blend them together. So I totally get what you're saying. It's just the word the itself word. And, and the higher yeah. self is what we're all becoming. You're true. We're all high. Very, you wouldn't know it by looking at the collective, but we are all very high ranking angels or we wouldn't have been allowed to be here because it's such a difficult mission. Yeah. And we're all very, very unique and high-ranking angels who have had a lot of experience. And we just have to wake up to it and remember it. Yeah. And what, yeah. I, what I was getting at yeah. is the flip side of that coin with, you know, getting rid of the ego. But then there's people, which we kind of touched on, but there's people who are almost afraid to do anything. They're afraid to get out. They're afraid. They have no confidence. They have no motivation and so they almost have to get to some point of ego to even start understanding that they're capable of something. Maybe mm -hmm. ego isn't the best word, but it, I was just trying to show the irony. You know, some people yes. are like expanding out of the ego, <laughs> yeah. I guess is a better way to put it. Expanding. So many people yeah. are like, they live their life like this. And it's like ego is all they are aware of mm -hmm. is the way I see it. And it's like they don't even have a consciousness like to realize they're completely 100% engulfed in their ego, right? And they, but as soon as you expand your consciousness and then you see like, oh, I'm, um, I can see my ego now, right? Like I can see uh, w why I like this and why I get triggered by this. And, and that's um, all part of why, being aware of your thoughts. Yeah, yes, yeah more the, an becoming the observer of yes. the ego, knowing yes. that, if you have negative thoughts about yourself, somebody else, okay, that's ego. Whether it's your own ego, you're picking up their self-hatred, picking up collective thoughts, knowing that any thought that doesn't bring you joy is ego-based. And that I totally get what you guys are saying. The ego has been a part of everybody's journey. It's been with us since before we were born. We're programmed before birth. And that it's helped us because it's made us aware, okay, what is love and what is not? And that's a part of the duality you have to witness to ascend, to get back into oneness. So it has been needed to get to the point of awakening, to realize I don't want to be this ego mask anymore. I don't want to be this fake person. Who am I really? Yeah. And when you start to awaken to more love-based frequencies, you start to realize who is the real you. There's traits within all of us that we've always embodied that are divine, that are of higher consciousness, that aren't the ego. Being a loving person, caring about your friends and family, that's not ego, that's love. That's being a loving person. So it's realizing there's a flip to every ego energetic, hate to love, you know, being overpowering, but to get your power back, to be empowered, to have confidence, but not be arrogant. So there's a balance between the two and always a higher of a lower ego trait that is yeah. 5D frequency based. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And we all, like you know that, and we yeah. all have to experience that to get to that understanding though, like every, every yes. bad thing you've ever done, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, I say, but and that's kind of what we're seeing happen on the planet right now. This whole, every, this chaos, everything is happening exactly how it has to happen. Yes. Yep. It has to go down like this. It, yes. it doesn't matter if you think it's right or wrong or what you believe in. This is just a natural process. Even though yes. it doesn't look natural, I think there's some type of divine, <laughs> yeah. I think there's some type of divine plan. I, I mean, absolutely. Yes, there is a divine plan. It yeah. changes every moment based yeah. on the consciousness of the planet, based on what 
humanity is doing. And back years ago, was this ever the plan for humanity? No, but it has to be this way because so they can see themselves, see what they are projecting onto others. Everything that's happening right now is their consciousness. They're projecting, they're blaming, they're looking for an external factor to put their excuses on rather than taking responsibility that they want to react rather than respond in love. They, the ego reacts. They want to be emotionally reactive to something. They want to feel triggered because that's how they're feeling right now, but they're feeling in the wrong way, but it is helping them feel, but yeah. they need to go through the lower to get to the higher because they haven't had those experiences yet, which transforms into the wisdom that everyone gets through their life experiences. They haven't learned that yet. Yeah. And, yeah. and the problem is, is that there's a hidden force right now uh, forcing people to choose a side. And the people who are unaware, they want them to choose a side and they want them to just, uh, they're just trying to manipulate people right now. It's, yeah. it, that's the whole point behind this. Well, they want to keep the, the ego game going. They want to keep yeah. the um, divide and conquer. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. in a group that hates this other group and yep. fighting and that's the whole duality game they want to keep it going so they can keep manipulating it so they can keep us down and then they're yeah yeah and well, they're feeding and then, off of it they're, they're feeding off our energy is what it comes down to yes they, do. And they want to keep that system intact but it's it's mm -hmm. it's going away right now and they're freaking out because they're they're completely losing control. It's on its last limb it, it really is it's very that, much so and that's limb. that's why they're funding the protest, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the, the Soros and the Clintons and the Rothschilds allegedly are funding this, this protest is the Black Lives Matter, Antifa, all this stuff. But it's really like if you're really rebelling against something, you know, you're t that would be like anti-politics, but they're making it about politics. They want you. This yeah. is like an anti-Trump movement. And yeah. why, why Trump? Because, you know, what's he really doing to, to kind of dismantle everything right now? Uh, it, they're, they're scared to death and, yeah. and they're, they're taking advantage of the people who haven't quite realized their true potential. Yeah. And it's, you know, we, we can always gauge the collective to know where we're getting to and we can feel now. And we know, since we know what mom is doing on the planet and, you know, people are always like, well, how do you know that blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, because we have an inside scoop, so to say, like we literally witness her move planetary energies. And then the next day we witness the manifestation of it. So that's people always ask us like, how do you guys know kind of what's going to happen? Cause we don't, but we have an idea. And it's like, because we, we watch it, we watch the energetics being released. And then we watch the manifestation. And we told people about a couple of weeks ago, we're like, the karma is going to get released and the karma is going to be something that now the collective has to face themselves and that's exactly what happened and they are having to face themselves because everything that's happening is a projection of their own demons inside that they haven't dealt with yeah and you nailed it when you said how, how do you know because we're going from the age of believing to the age of knowing yes and to, and to, and to get to that point of just knowing it can sound egotistical like you know this you know that but that's not that's not it you start existing in a higher frequency and you have this newfound bullshit meter and you just, yeah. and you just yeah. know, you just know what's what you don't even have to read an article. You can just look at the headline. It will resonate or it won't. 
you can feel people's energies. It works on all levels. And that's how it just a feeling you get that you have to, you always have, you've always had it, but you have to get back to that point of knowing how to access it. Yes. Yeah. The feeling centers are shut off. That was their number one goal of everything they've done to this planet in terms of humanity, video games, pharmaceuticals, drug use, everything that they have done has numbed us. Movies that are violent, all of those yeah. things have numbed us. Our feeling centers are turned off and humanity's not operating from the heart. They're either in their lower chakras or they're, you know, with that plus their ego mind, it's a disaster. Yeah. So like you said, that divine knowing, that claircognizance of just reading something, knowing, okay, this is real. I'm going to discard the rest. This resonates. I, this feels good. And that to humanity, they can't feel that way. They can only feel through their ego, which is the anger, rage, violence, what proof. we're seeing right now. They always want proof. Yes, they want yeah. proof, but it's the feeling. Yeah. You have to feel it. No one's going to take away your experiences. No one can tell you how you're feeling. What you feel is the truth. And that when the humanity's feeling centers got cut off, they lost their source connection. Because you feel mother and father God in your heart. You feel others through your heart. Heart telepathy is through the heart space, not through the brain or the mind. You can hear people's thoughts. You can feel their energy when you're connected in the heart space. And that's what people like you guys are experiencing is those feelings, the synchronistic events. All of this has been planned out and said by Mother God for many years now. She's been warning everybody. Humanity, your feeling centers are shut off. You can't feel love-based frequencies. She's been pouring love into this planet since she was born 44 years ago. But just now, at this moment, people are starting to feel it because now they're waking up. It's always been there. Love has always been around us, but now we're just starting to feel truly within ourselves for the first time. And that's the big difference. And that's where that shift is going to be, is that divine knowing that this is real. Because if you didn't have that heart telepathy, that divine knowing within you, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. You have to be a level in the heart to feel what is being said and resonate with what we share and anything higher consciousness. You have to be in the heart space. Yeah. Yes. And and so many people, exactly. I can speak from experience, so many people are at a place to where I don't think they realize, they don't even know what love is anymore. No. no. Uh, that's that's part of this whole facade. It's it's like, you think you love somebody, but you're really like in love with... It's like everyone knows they want it, but they don't know what it is. Yeah. It's because it's conditional. <laughs> it's not yeah. unconditional. Exactly. Yeah. This is the first time we're feeling unconditional love, love without boundaries, no judgment, no looking at somebody and judging them based on how they are, where they're at consciously, no judgment, unconditional love. And we've never felt that before, even from our family, friends, people that we know love us, but love to them is conditional. If you were to move across the planet and do what you're being soul called to do, would your family judge you or would they unconditionally love you? Many parents want love their children based on their conditions mm -hmm. so yeah. you have to see that you love somebody in a relationship but if they don't fit your conditions or you don't fit theirs the dysfunction breaks it down it's not unconditional i love you no matter what people love people because they fit their narrative of what they think is love and what they think they love but it's un it's not unconditional 
Yeah, and and let's just say you you met somebody at a bar one time and fell in love with them, and and all you guys do together for fun is go out and drink. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in love with the person they are when they're drinking, which yeah. may right. actually not even be them. Something may be coming in, so yes. you, you don't even you're, you don't even know who this person really is. No. You, so you're not. Therefore, you're not in love with that person. You're you're in love with that aspect of what appears to be them. Yes. People yeah. are in love with the way that other people make them feel in any moment, and they don't realize that it's because they don't have any joy within. So it's a constant seeking of someone to give them that feeling of love, that feeling of joy, not understanding that it's never supposed to be from the outside. And the other reason people don't understand unconditional love is because everyone's used to enabling. Enabling is like a very big sickness where people just enable other people to be in a lower state of being. They don't call them out. They don't stand up. They don't say, you know what? I'm cutting, <clears throat> I'm cutting you off because you're, people are taking energy from each other left and right. And so when we call people out on the stream or just in daily life, they will throw everything at the, under the sun at us. Like, you're mean, you're this. And it's like, we're just telling you the truth. And the truth has been so absent that people uh, somehow associate it with being mean or rude, but that's love. If you can't tell someone the absolute straight up truth, then you don't love them. You're just enabling them to be weak because truly we should always want to hear the truth, no matter what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the truth is just people are threatened by the truth. They don't, like you said, they don't want to hear it. And misery loves company. So you yep. people, yep. people enable people because it brings them down to their level. Mm -hmm. And you subconsciously do this stuff. You think, you know, you might just be ha having a good time or you're just totally harmless, but how actually, how toxic it actually is. Uh, you'll never see that until you get out of that. It's like, you know, yep. yeah. It's well. It's it, most relationships are are codependent, right? Yeah. So there yes. are like two people that, like you said, are trying to get something from the other person to make yes. them feel a certain way because they don't feel complete themselves. So they're and as soon as that stops happening, that's why you see when, like the beginning of a relationship, it's like, oh, I love you, and then and then as soon as they the stop, honey, getting, the honey, yeah, the and then as die. soon as they stop getting that feeling from the other person it's like they get it's like they get mad because you're not giving me what you're supposed to be giving me right and yeah their expectations you're not fulfilling me anymore yeah yes exactly. you're not fulfilling my expectations exactly. and it's all based in dysfunction it's not an organic love based process where you're attracted to someone what draws you to someone at a bar the way they look you're not even going in or feeling into the, how's this person's energy? Everyone just looks at each other and sees that, okay, I would like to sleep with that person. That's somebody I would like to be in my life because they look good and it makes me look good. And before you know it, the clashing begins because you're not of a conscious match anymore. And as you go up or if they go up in frequency and consciousness, you don't meet at that same level anymore. And there's always contracts, soul contracts with certain people to grow have certain experiences. Mm -hmm. So you learn certain things from certain dynamics. But once that expiration date hits, people don't know when to move on. They hold on to it. They get scared. They fight. They argue because they don't know 
anything else. They get scared of losing this person and being alone. They're scared of being alone in society and looking (laughs) at themselves. So this is where that tough stuff comes in because people cling on. And right before I came here, I did that with my last relationship. I clung on for dear life. I tried to force him to see the higher consciousness information that I was seeing and it never worked. And I moved down to be closer to him. I moved from uh, north of Boston to Connecticut. We broke up a month later and I was by myself in my apartment and I actually had to look at myself for the first time. I couldn't hide behind somebody else, behind friends, family, relationships. I had to actually look at myself and be like, I was a problem in this actual relationship I was in. And that's when the soul work started. And within two months, I found the website because I actually looked at my own ego and was like, I created dysfunction. I was an issue. I was a problem. And people don't want to do that. They don't think they're the problem. They want to blame the other person. And that's where the dysfunction, you'll never grow. Never. You'll never grow if you don't see yourself in the equation as being a part of the dysfunction. Because even if you were and you learn from it and grow from it, that's all that it was for certain relationships, whatever it may have been, but you have to grow from it. Yes. I love that so much. I mean, yeah, because we don't realize that people in our lives, we're using them as a crutch. Right. And that's, you just nailed it. And I just lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? <laughs> uh, I had some a great point I wanted save to make. Yeah, save, save so, me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what he's trying to say is yeah. What um, trying there's a lot of attachment, and attachment is another huge yes. issue mm-hmm. with the collective. Yes. And like she was saying, they're afraid of losing everything. They don't even understand the infinite nature of life that someone's better out there anyway everything is (laughs) everything comes and goes there's i mean if people in older age looked back at their life and they probably had to let go of a lot of things if they look back and realize like if i had never let go of this i would have never gotten something better and they're so afraid they're so attached and you know it takes a lot of of balls to sometimes just walk away let it go just totally cut ties and that's freedom because mm-hmm. joy comes from non-attachment because then there's never anything anyone can take from you. There's yeah. nothing you ever lose. You're totally whole. You know, I had a lot of attachment issues, but then when I found the website, I mean, I was in a relationship for four years <laughs> and I walked out the door, told him I'd be back and never came back. And sometimes Bye. that's just the way you got to do it, you know, and it may be not the highest way to do it, but at the end of the day it was best for me and yeah. ultimately taught him a lesson as well. Um, of attachment so sometimes you just gotta be extreme cut the cord and just move on and then that is true freedom don't let someone hold you back from your ascension process because that's what keeps people tied down attachments to people is huge and that's where they did get society with marriage the fear of divorce because people will be like well we're married we have to stay together and then yeah. they're miserable and they never grow. They're never happy. And that's why divorce was a taboo. Now it's not, but still people are scared to get divorces. They have to start their lives old, uh, over again and they're older and they're scared. They're never going to find somebody and all these fears come in. And it's like, yeah. that's what they wanted everybody to be and scared to lose somebody because they're dependent on them because they're not whole within, like you guys said. And once you're whole within, 
It's like, okay, whoever you are, marriage, whatever, however long we've been together, doesn't matter. Life is limitless. When it's over, you know know it's over and you're growing and you move on to grander things, grander beings that are at your consciousness, grander experiences, and you can't let others hold you back from that. Yeah. And I remember what I was going to say, you know, you were talking about past relationships and being in toxic relationships or we all signed up and, and, you know, some of it happens for a reason. And when I think back about all of my failed relationships, (laughs) I know exactly why I met each person. And I had even for years, I'd never put the pieces together until I finally, you know, had my awakening I started looking back at my life and I noticed a pattern, but I also, I'm like, wow, this wouldn't have happened unless this happened, unless this happened. Yes. And yeah. and so it might seem like you, you really went through a rough time, but it was probably the most beautiful gift. You know, yes. you're being dealt a hand that you, you're not, you weren't supposed to know was the hand you're being dealt. If we knew, we wouldn't let it play out. And that's part of the game of being in this incarnation is that we have amnesia because if we knew everything that was going to happen and we already knew the lesson, we wouldn't, this is a show. This is the greatest show in all of creation. I mean, all of creation is watching this planet right now. You know, people have said that in channelings before, but it's the absolute truth because we are the final planet to ascend. There doesn't exist any other 3D planet. There is no other planet that lives in the matrix like we do. So once this planet ascends, creation as a whole, multiverses, all comes back into oneness. That's how big this is. And that's why it's so important for people. I always say, zoom out. Whatever is whatever experience that you're going through, because we are in a physical vessel, and yes, when we're in it, it feels overwhelming. It feels like this is everything is crumbling. Our lives are over. But if you can zoom out and realize the magnitude of what we're doing here, it'll make everything easier. Everything, every thought, every action, every choice you make is moving energy, is transforming the collective consciousness, or feeding the lower. Every time you choose love is helping move this forward. We just can't see the energy of it. And creation cannot move forward till humanity gets this because mother and father are here in physical vessels. And until they move on and we ascend and this planet moves back to 5D vibrations, nothing else can move forward, period. Because we're all in this together. We're all one big galactic family and they're not going to move forward if mother and father aren't, if humanity isn't. And that's why this situation is dire because we have to get it now creation has to move forward and that's why things are happening what we see is very quickly because this is the time we don't have years to get it together we have moments and that's why things have happened if you everyone's making fun of 2020 and how it went zero to 100 and we're only in june this was exactly how it was supposed to happen we don't have a choice we have to get it together now and that's why things seem so extreme but it has to be this way creation the galactic can't wait they can't longer. wait for us we got to get it we've had too many moments we got an extra eight years after 2012 which is why they didn't decloak back then when everyone thought that the mayan calendar ended and it was going to be starships or the end of the world and some big something And the planet did enter, Mother Earth did enter 5D consciousness on that day in 2012. But the Galactics told her, they were like, we did an experiment. 
we put out a channeler that said that the starships were going to decloak and everybody panicked. So the galactics pulled yeah. back. And now we're in that 2012 timeline right now and it's playing out as it should have eight years ago. We just had eight more years to get our shit together because we needed it. We were nowhere near shape or form ready in 2012. Well, the amount of numbers we obtained in that yeah. time is, yeah. what, yes. is what was yeah. needed. Yeah. They didn't have the numbers for the tipping yeah. point. The no, yeah. not even close. No way. I woke. I had my awakening in 2012. Wow. Really. That was the. That yeah. was literally the year that I woke up. <laughs> oh, um, a lot of us did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I noticed that too, because like, like a few years later, I started seeing more and more people being like, "Oh, I woke up in 2012. I woke up in 2012." Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not. It was. It was a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> there was more of us. But it, but it makes sense, right? Because you said that was. That's the year that the 5d consciousness and that's mm -hmm. you know that's the mayan calendar end date of supposedly the age of pisces into the age of aquarius so it yeah. makes sense that that's the year that would really like because they knew that we were going to enter no time because fifth yeah. dimension is no time so that's why the calendar added not because we're all going to die you know but it was interesting because if anybody remembers in 2012 there's a lot of photos and videos out there, but a not Mother Earth put out a 911 call on December 21st, 2012. All the 144,000 got a 911 call. Wake the fuck up now. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look at the pictures of the Giza pyramids in Egypt on that day, there are lights above each pyramid. And to this day, they can't explain what they were. And that was the 911 call being emitted to every uh -oh. soul. So every soul got pinged to start awakening if they hadn't already. And so even at this point, Mother has said that even despite technology, despite the excuses people are going to have for not awakening, in this culture, there's no excuse. We have technology, we have internet, yeah. we're very, very, very blessed compared to other parts of the, or the planet or even this country that don't have access like most of us do. But every soul got the ping, the 144,000 got the ping. So at the end of the day, there is no excuse for not beginning your spiritual journey or not being on the ascension path. Humanity is going to fight tooth and nail to find excuses and blame. And there's no excuse. <clears throat> your soul got the call, but most didn't listen because they were in the mind and they've chosen to not evolve. They've stayed the same. You know, people out there that are the same people that you've oh, known yeah. For years that haven't grown no <laughs> while well, you grow and evolve and you see them and you start to zoom out and you're like these people are the exact same since i've known them from high school it they're the mind. exact same I'm like how are they the same yeah i know like how i'm like it, it well, especially like that i've grown so much over the last eight years and then i look back and then i meet people and i'm like you're no. you literally have not grown at all yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're literally the exact same you were 20 years ago. Well, and that, <laughs> it's unbelievable. But, yeah. but it's, they're, they're being, you know, they're, they promote a false form of success. If you have the house, you have the car, yeah. you, yeah. you, have, you have a good job, you have a retirement plan, you are successful in, you know, in the matrix. And yes. they, they think they're living a successful life. And yes. that's what you're taught is. Yeah, it's and gross. you just and sometimes <laughs> it's, yeah, the more things you have, and yeah, the more. exactly. But sometimes I wonder. I, I'm curious your thoughts on this, and I've said this before, but 
are, maybe some people aren't meant to actually wake up just to, just for that duality, just to create that balance. Like we need some type of duality still. It has, everything's polarized. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just curious your thoughts on that. I feel, and from what mom has said, is that not everyone was contracted to wake up. That is absolutely true, that we needed to still have polarity. The issue came down to the 144,000 because we were the souls that have been around the longest. We've been around the block on this planet, and we had the codes to wake up and still didn't. And actually, I think it was about a year and a half ago that the Galactics said, that there was only 33,000 out of the 144 who remain on this planet. The rest of them passed over because they, their higher self knew they were not going to fulfill contract and they are a better use from the other side than they were going to be here. And it's probably even less now. We're probably working with like maybe 25,000 or less. Wow, wow. that's interesting. And I, that was, that's always been my feeling is that certain people specifically pass right now because they're more effective on the other side for whatever yep. re- for whatever reason or they've already fulfilled what they're yes, yes. They're, there's certain do. soul contracts yeah. some people um are contracted just to release density and there was a story mom shared from years ago when she started her journey there was a school in russia that caught fire and a lot of children died And the children's higher consciousness, their higher selves came to mother and said that they were contracted to release density for that area that they were in because people were bombarding her being like, if you are who you say you are, why did children on this planet die in such a tragic way? And their souls came to her directly and said, that's what they were contracted for. Large groups of people contract because when they all pass at the same time, 9-11 earth events where large groups of people get taken out they did contract to release density and that was the end of their contract so that the planet could move up they could help the planet go up in vibration because if they were to stay on the planet in ego consciousness it would bog it down so those large groups release a lot of density to make it lighter down here for and easier for us to transition as well yeah, that's interesting. Nice. And it makes sense. I, it I, make sense. I agree with that. I say about even the, the wildfires, the arson fires and all, all of that stuff, like even the animals that mm-hmm. like in Australia, all mm-hmm. the, the thousands of, I forgot the number of animals. Hundreds of thousands, I, yeah. and, and I, which is sad on one level. But, but I wonder if that was also for a reason, like that their soul goes on to, you know, maybe they'll, they'll come back as... Uh, yeah, they'll ascend. They'll ascend. And animals, indigo children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All the children. I mean, the, the animals are already in five D. They live in unconditional love. So in many ways, they're more advanced than us. I mean, they're not consciously, but in vibration, mm. animals are already in five D. So they're just here to stabilize the planet, frankly. Um, and so are children, because children, even though they pick up programming, they're so pure. And of higher consciousness up until, you know, they get into the later years where they really start developing a deeper ego, they are all stabilizing this planet. Without them, we would be much more screwed, you know, in terms of that. But the fires, especially, um, you know, fire is truth. And we saw, fascinating enough, when those Australia fires broke out, right after that happened, um, we got probably at least 20 to 
30 beings from Australia reach out to us um, that they found us and wanted to connect. So the fire and the, the essence of truth that fire holds is very telling. And that's why even though whatever's playing out in the U.S., is it tragic? Yeah, sure. But the fire element and what it symbolizes is truth. And so I feel it's the gateway to disclosure that we've all been waiting for. Yeah, and it's all, what you're talking about also is just the catalyst. Like there's a catalyst yes. for everything mm -hmm. uh, that's going to that's gonna kick something off. It's going to flip that switch and steer somebody in a direction that they would have never imagined. And that's, yeah. kind of, that's kind of essential because if you think your life is perfect and you, and you think you're happy, you're not going to be forced to ever look outside of that to realize mm -hmm. that you're actually living in this miserable system. Yeah. You have to get yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. You've got to get yeah. out of the box. Um, and that's why the attachments to people, places, and things have held humanity back. Attachment to where you were born, being around friends and family, living a certain lifestyle, doing these things. Because when you're attached, you'll never grow. If you're getting pinged to travel and go to a certain area, because it's most likely going to lead you to higher consciousness information, people hold back their dreams, their visions because it's not what society wants them to do. And now they're being forced. The cities are getting destroyed. It's the coronavirus forced people out of the cities. They were forced to out of where they were living because it's going down. Uh, natural earth events, earthquakes, tsunamis, hurricanes, fires, they force people out of their comfort zones. And we talked to somebody, I did a session last summer with a woman who lost her house in the Paradise Fire out in California. And she said it was the biggest blessing and she knew it was supposed to happen because she wanted to leave, but never wanted to leave her home because it was her family house. And when it happened, she was finally free to go and be and do, where she, do what she wanted to do, be with her family, but felt tied down because it was her father's house and he had passed away. So when it was taken away, she was driving away and she saw the fires in the background and she goes, I know I'm going to lose my house. And she was never, she's like, I've never been happier in my life because I lost what was keeping me from fulfilling what I knew I had to do, which mm -hmm. was move to another area. So if you're not going to get uncomfortable on your own, mom, the earth, your angels, your higher self will force it out of you because you have to get uncomfortable, be in a state of non-attachment. Attachment is ego. You have to not attach to it. people, places, things, mm -hmm. events that are happening no attachment. That's humanity's issue. Look what they're doing right now. They're attaching to the George Floyd event. They're taking it personal, like it's an attack on them directly, and it's not, and they've attached to the event, and now they're playing out ego-based frequencies because they're attached to something that has nothing to do with them, nor did it even go down the way that the media played it out. So they're feeding a false narrative, and it's not even true. And they're taking it personally and attaching to like, it. We were like, man, I would be, I would be pissed if I found out I burned my whole city down for a false flag. Right? Yeah. They're gonna be mad at themselves. They're gonna, it's gonna be worse from here. They're gonna be you, angry. You just said it. They're using their emotions against themselves. They're using yes. people's emotions against them. And yeah, they're they're signing up for something that they have no clue what they're signing up for. Karma. Yeah. It's gonna be their yeah. karma. They're gonna find out it's a false flag. Disclosure is going to come out about the cabal, Obama, the Clintons. That's just the mm -hmm. surface of the iceberg that is about to freaking tip over. Yeah. And when they find out 
that this was a false flag and they destroyed their own cities because of a false flag, there's your karma served on a nice silver platter because you destroyed something and destroyed places and people's homes and what they created because you couldn't even think logically enough to ask these questions. That's your karma for reacting rather than thinking logically and responding. And then rather than just spewing out emotions and following the herd mentality and burning whole cities to the ground. Yeah. It's like, what, what good does that do? It's like, just take a step back and be like, why, what good is coming from us burning down our own city or destroying everything and writing? And it's like, it's not, it's not a race. It's not about race anymore. Like, and that's that's what it all stemmed from. But that whole movement was compromised. That whole, yeah, right. that whole yeah. thing has been compromised. And you're talking, like, some of these people that are burning this stuff down, sorry, uh, no, no. that are burning this stuff down and are attacking the city actually aren't from that city. Yes, being, yeah. So it's not, yeah. they're being paid. There's special yeah, agents, yeah. there's rogue operatives, there's people who uh, are Soros. working. Yeah, Soros. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll just call them Soros. Soros. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're leaving, they're dropping pallets, you know, they're dropping pallets of bricks in the middle of the Yeah, they're dropping whole pallets of bricks. This is so bad. And this is why humanity has been MK-Ultra. Everyone wants to talk about, like, how certain people are MK-Ultra. The whole planet is MK-Ultra, frankly. If you're in the mind and you're not in the heart, you can be mind uh, manipulated on any level and that's what they don't get and i feel for a lot of them what's happening is that they are starting to feel for the first time and like you said it's all a double-edged sword it's a catch-22 because we need these catalytic events and yes they cause destruction but are they going to force transformation yes because on some level at least they're feeling now but now all of the unhealed emotions are what they're feeling first the collective rage you know, the collective confusion and fear, all of that has to be processed first before they can get to the higher emotions. And that's what's just going to come out now. But I feel in many ways, hopefully it's good because then when disclosure comes, they've worked through some of this because the disclosure is going to make them combust if they have not processed any of this. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. And maybe, and yeah, and it's like on one level it is, it's like insanity and you're like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? But then on another level, it's like, it's almost good because it's like things need to get crazy and break down to, uh, for us to wake up, to like wake us up. And yeah, this is just a preview. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. to, um, and like you said, process those emotions and those triggers. Um, and, and the people, like you said, the people that are on that level that, need need they're you know they're gonna have to they're gonna react in this way at first yes, too they have to get it out all that just because they're on that level right yeah like we're already past way past all that but like there's so many people they have still, to learn still but there yeah what's what's really ironic about all of this is a lot of these people in this movement in the awakening movement uh still get upset by everything they're seeing and understandably but they're getting so upset like they never expected it to happen but but i'm like i mean we've been talking about this for years right and and people are still un subconsciously still getting drawn to that energy and they're they're letting it control them i I know because i see social media and Mm. the message has gone from 
the spiritual message to the information, to the, to the you know, nuts and bolts information. People want to know what the next move is, what the next step is. And yeah, it is kind of good to be up to date on some of that stuff, but we're losing focus and a lot of people are putting all of their energy into that. And it's not, that's not, yeah. it's like, I feel a lot of the issue with the light workers or people who are spiritual is like, you know, what we try to do is like, listen, we know, and all of us can feel what's going to happen when full disclosure comes out. Okay. Everybody, nobody who is unawakened is prepared for any of this. And if we don't give them the hard truths now, they are going to get so blindsided. They are not going to make it. And we want everyone to make it. So if we can, tr that's our, that's our model. If we can trigger you now into kind of absorbing a little bit, then when full disclosure comes out, you won't be so totally lost. And the light worker spiritual community, they're all love and light and fairy dust, but they're marshmallow fluff. And they want you to stay in la la land where everything is bright and beautiful. And that is not a light worker. The light worker like goes down into the darkness and shines. And like it's light. wrong. It's wrong to feel negative emotions. And, yes. that, and that's the yeah. most dangerous thing you can possibly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's being real. Yeah. 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 It's like, no, no, no. It's just, ignore anything negative because you're creating it Pretend you're putting happening. your energy into it if you even acknowledge it and you're creating that and it's like no that's not yeah that's no. Not how it works. nope yeah yeah exactly. Yep. at the same time it's like yeah don't don't get 100 absorbed and obviously that's yeah that's don't let it consume experience. you right? that's don't what a lot of people do, do. Yeah. yeah but don't but then there's the bypassing where it's the other extreme where you just completely turn your back and ignore that's it like, like no. it's not even going on like yeah turn the other way like that's happening over there okay yeah it's like it's but then like right. you 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 have natural emotional reactions to things and and then people think it's if it's negative you have to like run away from that and oh no no i have to think positive and, yeah. like, <laughs> and that's how why people don't transform is because yeah. transformation is going into a lower embodiment and then coming out of it if exactly. you're always bypassing the lower you're never transforming. That is what transformation of energy is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Nailed it. Yeah. Everybody, the whole planet's going through a bad breakup right now. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. With their bad ego. breakup with the yeah. matrix. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Well, even even, this, even the, the stuff that the cabal is doing, like their their logic or their attacks or their strategy, which actually those are bad words to describe what they're doing. Yeah. It's, it's the same way. What happens when you're going through, when you feel betrayed in a relationship, you start doing anything and everything it takes. You'll say whatever it takes, even though you don't mean it, you just do whatever you can to keep that person from going. And that's what the cabal is doing right now on this planet. It does. Yeah. They're not, they're not actually thinking about what they're doing. Some people are looking so hard to find like a reason behind some of this stuff. I think they don't even know what they're doing at this point. They're panicked. They're panicking. Yeah. Yeah. They're scared. They're desperate um, because they know when this starts, they're done. And they're still, their minions are still around celebrities, Hollywood people, government officials, religious leaders. They're stuck down here. They've been trying to either go to inner earth to escape or contact galactics that will pick them up. And they're all, they've all been turned down. They're like, no, we can't pick you up. You're stuck down here. You have to face your karma because yeah. they can't leave this planet. This is the only planet they can exist in. They're not, a lot of them are cloned. A lot of them don't mm. have souls because they're so dark. 
and they cannot exit this planet any longer. They have to face their karma and that's what's coming. Everything they've done to the children, to humanity, all of the satanic crap stuff that they have gotten away with for years, they are going to have to face themselves and face the lies that they have fed every single one of us and try to deceive us and stop this from happening. And they're at their desperate point, which scared. is why what they did, what they did with the George Floyd event, and it was so sloppy. So like sloppy. all yeah. of their false flags really are, but this was really sloppy. <laughs> you have the EMTs coming out in bulletproof vests. You have the cops not yeah. wearing the same badge. Come on, that's how panicked they are. They just threw something together, threw it all, and just it was just complete shit show. Well, it didn't even cop. line up standing or sitting there with his knee on the dude's neck staring at the camera filming him like it's yeah like, like posing yeah like it's like no one's no one's coming to help no one's doing anything well, it's like yeah. it just looks so many things about right. it we're like and somebody so fake and somebody said if if that was me behind the camera i wouldn't be filming it i'd be trying yeah to, because i'd be getting arrested yeah, the yeah i'd be getting arrested with that they yeah. paid all of them. And he Crazy. was in he was in porn videos. People caught him yeah. and they found his videos. So now it's like if you really are gonna keep this going when all this truth is out about him, they work together, the photos they work together. The, yeah, yeah, they work together. The mugshot of the car is not the on. same guy. It's like yeah. he was in the Sandy Hook shooting, he was at the Boston bombing as a cop. He, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, they, oh, they I, identified I didn't see that yet. Yeah, he was at Sandy Hook. He was at the Boston. So he's a crisis. He's a crisis. Yeah, actor. he's a crisis yeah. actor. His neighbor said he never saw him in uniform come home from work. Never knew he was a cop. I saw was that. Very shocked. Yeah. So it's like, wake up, people! Come yeah. on, it's I've there. Had, I've yeah, had neighbors who have been cops, and they have their car parked in the driveway. Right. I mean, that's all there is to it. Exactly. Yeah, I saw the video where the neighbors were like. Yeah, we didn't even know he was a cop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, how do you not know a cop your next door neighbor, neighbor is a cop is a not a cop if he's a cop. But hey, to, <laughs> to, say how that works. to be fair, I had uh I don't even know, some government official come to my front door wanting to know information about my neighbor years ago. And I had never even met my neighbor. Like that's just how these neighborhood people. That's another thing. We yeah. don't know who oh, we yeah. live next to, but I didn't so know. Disconnected, he, we are. He was asking me questions, and I didn't know. And he started getting mad at me. Like he thought I was trying to cover something up. He's like, "You don't know anything about this person." I'm like, "I've never met him." He's like, "But they're your neighbor. You like, you don't see him come or go." I was like, "I don't really pay attention." Like, <laughs> so, like, dude, I'm a millennial, man. I don't. No, this <laughs> was this this was pre this really was pre awakening. Like I was, oh, I, yeah, I really then. was in a, in another place then. But still, how many people do? How many people yeah. listening yeah. to this right now can say they actually know anything about their neighbor? You know, yeah, really, yeah. And it started making me realize, like, man, maybe I should start introducing. Like, them. damn, I don't even know my neighbor's name. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, And that's the culture that they created was that was part of why they hit millennials so hard. And, mm -hmm. you know, the millennials have a very special, unique contract. And the millennials, we came in at the time when things were really screwed up yeah. and we didn't have the love. I always say this to people, you know, we didn't have the luxury of burying our head in the sands mm -hmm. <clears throat> the way that previous generations did. They're mm -hmm. still convinced, even to this day, people like my 
birth parents and people of their generation, they still think we're living in the golden age of white picket fences. And I'm like, you guys are delusional, you know, (laughs) and the millennials were just, we were primed the way our, our essences were, is we came in guns blazing. We were like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. But then they hit us hard with programming and they got us to be isolated. They got us to be distracted. They got us to be lazy and entitled in some ways, although they exaggerate that a lot. But, you know, in many ways, they took away the power that the generation holds because they knew we would be the ones to expose and talk about a lot of this stuff. And if we were distracted and we were caught up in Instagram, we weren't going to pay attention to any of this shit. Well, it's like the whole conspiracy theorist thing. Like it's lazy. It's lazy to not be a conspiracy theory. Yes. Theorist. Because it takes no effort to you mean independent yeah, investigator. Thinker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, independent it's, critical thinker. Yeah, it's it's, it's a very, on mainstream media for your yeah. Opinions. It's a lazy thing to do. It just it doesn't require you to put any energy into it. You can just you know, well, ignorance is bliss. You can just live in your mm-hmm. own in your own reality without being threatened by anything else. So. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. No, but the laziness is a huge <laughs> thing. Yeah. We tell we get we tell everyone like, if you just spent a few hours researching, you could find out all the things we're talking about. But they refuse, and the reason they refuse is partly laziness and partly because they know it's just like the Matrix. Once you take the red pill, there's no going back, and then you know you got to live a different way. You got to mm-hmm. change your life, and they don't want to change. So they, it's easier and it's safer to turn the other way. And the ignorance is no longer bliss. That ignorance is going to come back as karma to bite them in the ass because this was all laid out there for them. It is so easy to find and so easy to figure out that if you didn't figure it out, then you willfully chose not to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I agree. Exactly. I agree. Definitely. Uh, I guess I'm going to start wrapping this up, guys. This has been awesome. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have to do this this again. I think. Yeah, we'd love to do it. Yeah, we can talk forever. Uh, I I have an entire look. I'm this is what Tyler you. does too. You, if you can even see this, <laughs> right so, this is all stuff that I wanted to get to, and and we didn't touch on any of it because I didn't have to. But <laughs> just, my whole I point. I just looking down and reading your notes. Just like, what are we talking about? This? My, my <laughs> whole my whole point of that, uh, my whole point was that it was awesome. We I didn't have to look at that. It was just so uh, authentic, you know. Organic, a, don't panic. It it's organic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah anyway. it was awesome. Thank, thank you guys, guys so much. We yeah. Appreciate yeah. It. Thank so you for getting it. You thank you guys for being online. Thank you for spreading service. Truth. Thank you guys for serving love. Um, we're so grateful that there's not only people like you out there, but there's masculine because the masculine are very, very much in fear and they don't want to anchor in higher levels of consciousness and feel you know, anchor in that feminine energy of feeling and for you guys to be putting yourselves out there on the line, spreading the truth and and continuing what you're doing. Very, very brave. So thank you guys for doing that and making this a reality so people can experience this because it's very beautiful what you guys do. Wow. Well, thank you you so much. Honestly, the same exact thing can be said about you guys too. (laughs) Thank you. Right back at you guys. Seriously. Yeah, it's so awesome. Do you want to uh, really quick, uh, plug the website tell people where they could find you and you know yeah so our lab, our our website. website is love has one and it's w-o-n 
uh, .org. So lovehas1.org. And on there, you can, you know, read all the articles we post. We post a lot of information on there every single day. We make sure it's updated. And then our Facebook is lovehas1111. And that's where we go live every single day at 6 a.m. And anybody can jump on and ask questions and, you know, listen. And we're open to connecting with anyone. We're open to anyone messaging us emailing us all the contact information is there so awesome awesome Awesome. yeah definitely i'm so you know i think it's not by chance that i found you guys so no no uh yeah i'm i'm really (laughs) i love how he uh (laughs) just so we we we're friends with these two guys named jermaine and scott do you i don't know if you know jermaine chavis and scott savoy uh they're kind of they're um they kind of do what you guys do and I'm, nice. yeah. And he was like, "Oh, they're like the two white girls of Jermaine and Scott." Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no way, that's amazing." Yeah, there's like a there's like a male version of you guys. Out oh, there. we gotta meet them. Yeah, we gotta meet them. We're all just gonna have a Zoom party then. Oh yeah. So honestly, it would be interesting to have all six of us. Yeah. Except he's, like, he's like he's like but way less vulgar because because Jermaine says the F word like every yeah. second. We literally. love it. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> like oh yeah. He just nice. expresses himself. He's, he's very expressive. Yes. Yeah. You know, any kind of expression, we're, it, open, we're, for it. we're open for yes. it. If it's expression, it's better than no expression. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no, but those guys live and breathe it every day, just like you. But he do. goes live like every day. Sometimes Beautiful. Day. Yay. Uh, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. This is amazing. I can't wait to do it again. Thank yeah. you. We'll stay yeah. in touch. Yes. Uh, yeah, and thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, go check out their website. Check them out on Facebook. Listen to what they have to say. It's awesome. It's great stuff. Thank uh, you, guys. Thank you guys, you. Thank you guys for having it. We we'll love you. you yes, we'll do this All soon. Right. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Is it over? Not to the fist jumps. It's over.